Recording in progress. Recording happening. Ow. Welcome back, everybody, to the most awesome and brand new sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 209 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor, please subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I am Brandon, and with me, as always, my brother across the pond. Most awesome. What's up? I am here. I'm What's living up? in Mab Sports Midwest Podcast Studios, chilling as our boy is still still over there, just fucking just living it up French style. Grinding at this stint still happens, bro. I mean, like, I it finally hit the mark where I think I'm. I think next week is the start of my seventh week. So I just wrapped six full weeks here. And it's finally like, because you know I me, mean, when I got to take on a project, if it's a long shoot or something, like I just mm-hmm. basically forget about the rest of my life after that. It's just right. like, oh, I'm going to be in France forever. But it's getting dangerously close to feeling like forever. And has been the experience. It's just like, oh, man, like I've been here for like, right. uh, like, like it'll feel weird to go home and be like, oh, this is part of my normal routine because I have my routine now. Right, right, exactly. And now, like, do you feel you can communicate a little bit like the full immersion into 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 france do you feel like you can communicate a little bit better or mostly most of your oh. interactions are with english speaking oh sure yeah uh not at all would be the answer to that yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> this Copy is that. like i <laughs> i'm technically in france but the number of times i've been off campus is i don't know like six like most of my days okay. are just in just this here. area like yeah right in, in the chateau area yeah because i was gonna start asking like now you're starting to dream in france french and i know all yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah. but no not happening no just okay. just one one american this could be this could be a roadside mo- motel in ohio for all i know like right. what i've seen like I'm, exactly. <laughs> just like locked down here beautiful well that's that's what way to fucking you know soak in the fair around, around the world. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I know when people are just like, oh, you spend eight weeks. In it's not like when I went to, you know, when I, Africa. Uh, like, yeah, I had that Africa shoot. Like, I was definitely like in it, like experiencing it, like interacting, like not, not the case here at all. Been a lockdown. So I feel like it's, it's kind of like a, like a red herring when I come back and people are just like, oh, you stayed in, you know, you stayed in France for eight weeks. Like what it was like. And it was just like, it's like staying in a hotel for eight weeks. Yeah. It's exactly what it was like. Nice. I'm teaching. Except I couldn't turn on the TV. Local news was confusing to me <laughs> i couldn't see it at all um one thing that's not confusing guys that's that episode 209 that we're bringing at you still got it still got that's it. in the best uh, baby <laughs> from, from the headlines we're doing nba looking we're doing mama parenting tips we're gonna talk birthday parties you hear about this you hear about this we're gonna hit those yahoo headlines and that's gonna be with our guest andrew martin jumping yeah. on the pod that's my boss out here the kind of creative director overseeing all things in the bearish program Come jump on the pod. You're going to throw us uh, a live Neapolitan showdown, too, for us to judge. So we'll have to do that. And then we're going to finish, as we always do, you know what it is, with that MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, you're our power. It starts now. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines there. If you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. come on. Hi, bro. NBA looking. What are we talking about this week, brother? Because, you know, we're, we're not quite March Madness just yet. And and we've, we've now seen a little shakeup here. 
with uh, the NBA, the trade deadline post all-star break. So now we're getting into the grind. Lakers are falling. Teams are surging. And now we want to know maybe who's going to be a contender for the playoffs coming up. So let's think about it. Uh, any big shocking things in the trade deadline? Uh, I knew you were going to ask this. Uh, obviously, I think James Harden is the biggest one, right? Yeah. Did we touch on this? I don't remember. I was trying to think that. about it. I don't think yeah. so. I mean, I think we were covering so many things that we really didn't kind of do like a right. deep dive into that. And now that we've actually seen a little bit of it also, I know we didn't like see any of the performance so far, but there are stories of just like you look at him and you really start to kind of question what his dedication is when he kind of wants out of somewhere. But let, let's save that for last. Like, were there sure. any other trades that kind of like hit, hit the needle for you? Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think anything that was like, I mean, that, that was obviously the biggest one. CJ McCullough moving from, uh, the trailblazers to the Pelicans, not a big move, you know, and there was a lot much to do that came out of that trade with, with Zion, not really, I don't know. Welcoming is not the right word. I guess just not like being engaged with the team during that time. Um, you know, there's some other minor. What, what does that mean when we hear it? When we hear it, I know we briefly touched on Zion, but what is not engaged with the team? What's the slight against Zion right now? Like, how would you define it? Like, is he not showing up for meetings he's supposed to be at? Like, is it a little bit of just like extended injury thing and being unclear about it? Like, he could come back. We think he can come back, and he's not coming back. Like, what is it exactly? Yeah, I think it's. I think it's. Um, he's basically just not with the team rehabbing. Uh, and, and you'll hear a lot of stories about where guys that are rehabbing are in the gym all the time, like very much yeah. engaged with it from what it sounds like. He's not hardly engaged with the team at all. Then you mix in some of the, you know, the sprinkles of, you know, is he going to, is he going to leave or does he want to get traded? You know, are the, do the Pelicans want to move on from him too? So, you know, there's, there's a couple of things there that, um, you know, that ultimately um, not a real good sign for like, a player's investment if they're not in the stadium if they're not working out with the team and and uh seemingly not engaged when teams make moves to bring in other guys that you know are basically for him and for the for the future of him you know getting a little bit more guard uh scoring so with the player empowerment era here's my big question like the the rumblings are getting a little louder just about the nba expanding i know vegas wants a team like seattle definitely mm -hmm. they look like they're going to get a team uh little whispers about kansas city and stuff like that we'll see how they handle it but it just seems in such a player controlled environment like are other teams what we need right now because it, it just seems like all these small market teams like a, a you know I guess you want to define New Orleans as like a small market, but it just doesn't, it seems like a place that's hard to keep talent. And maybe that's just like a bad string of luck with Anthony Davis and Zion. It's like, do we want more teams if, you know, like all these, like all the talented players are trying to go to like the same eight teams. Right. Interesting. I mean, and I wonder if like, if see, this is, this is where a team like Seattle, I think that has like a rabid fan base at a, a city like uh, I said, team like Seattle, but a city like Seattle and a city like Vegas, like they have that bigger market, they have like a metropolitan feel. And I don't know about Vegas in terms of their fan base, but Seattle definitely has a rabid fan base. They want basketball. You know, they, they kind of got the, the rug pulled out from them. I think with the expansion, the biggest thing that, you know, it's really what comes down to like the owners. Like, are, is this going to fuck up our money? Is it going to devalue our franchises? NBA franchises right. have gone through the roof in terms of valuations and what teams are going to be getting. So I know every, you know, 
all 30 of those owners uh, saw a, a substantial increase in what, you know, what their, what their franchises are worth over the last three, four or five years. So, you know, I, I always kind of thought that those cities were going to serve as leverage for some of these smaller market teams to say, Hey, you know, uh, if you don't give us or, or help co-pay for a new stadium and new thing for our, our, our franchise, like we might just pick up and leave and go to Seattle. You know what I mean? Like we just might up pull up stakes and, and go to Vegas because they're going to be a very friendly environment for us to come in and move our players in here, regardless of like the management of that, what happens when we move there. But, you know, I can get, I can get new facilities out of the city by using this other team or this other locale. Do you think we have enough talent in the league to justify an expansion? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's definitely like, I think we're, we're even with the player empowerment and guys trying to go, I mean, you know, we're seeing a little bit still with the super trade, but uh, or super teams guys teaming up. But I, I think like we're at a very interesting spot here with the amount of talent that's in the NBA. Um, yeah. I, I don't, I wouldn't say, two, but 31 teams feels odd. So you almost got to go to round up to 32, you know what I mean? You don't have to be one division uh, a little fatter than the other, but I, I, we're we're pretty damn close, man. I mean, the NBA is is about as as competitive as it's ever yeah. been in the past. And <clears throat> if you just look down at the standings and just terms of the teams, like they're still top level teams, but the West is just so loaded, one through seven. I mean, basically, you know, the Minnesota Timberwolves are thirty six and twenty nine. Timberwolves, Timber uh, what? Timber, Timberwolves. <laughs> Uh, you know, and that's like, they're, 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 that's basically the same record as the Celtics right now. Uh, you know, a, a better team than, you know, Cleveland and, and some of those other ones there. So I, I think it's very interesting, better than Brooklyn's record for sure. So it's like one of those things where there's definitely like, there's definitely something to be said about expansion. I just worry that with, with any of that, you're going to get some really bad teams and some really bad, um, you know, just, just situations for some time. I think it's going to, I think people are going to start seeing like some of these tanking records and some of these other bad teams trying to get talent. And uh, I don't think we're going to see like a, a turnover, like we thought, you know, like Seattle comes in and then they're going to have a, a great string of, you know, drafts and, and, and have a, a huge franchise. I, I don't see that like building through the draft happening as much these days. Yeah. It kind of seems like, uh, and like why fuck with it also, it just, you know, and I know that's what you do is if there's an opportunity to get money, like at the end of the day, like these are businesses, but it just, it seems like we're finally like in that sweet spot, you know, like I like yeah. post Jordan, like early two thousands, like, you know, you had to be a real NBA fan. And probably if you're growing up around that time, like you didn't get in the NBA just because the, that the talent wasn't there and now like it, it seems very back so it's just like why kind of mess with it because it also feels like i guess this is what happens though but it feels like it justifies the games like i think i was a little bit about cutting back some nba games but now i'm just like yeah like i, I like the regular season i think the thing that would take me out of the regular season would be you know if we keep seeing this like this load management thing going on which which i know you and i have talked about yeah, um, yeah. You know, kind of doing that they'll come back um yeah it, it would be it would be it's just see the expansions. How does it work? Do you know off the top of your dome, like new expansion team? Like, do they 
like get first pick on free agents? Do they get like, you know, like so, a so couple to, more first round picks or something? So when they did um, Vancouver, the Grizzlies, now Memphis, and then the Toronto Raptors, that was the most recent one that I can remember. Was the Bobcats? Were they expansion or they just move? I don't remember. Drink everybody. But anyways, long story they short. They moved from Charlotte, I think, yeah. 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 Uh, so what what happens is, is typically – um so what will happen is is they can select you know because there's only two rounds of the nba draft so what you can do is they'll typically have like if, let's say let's say vegas and seattle get franchises yeah. they will have an in an, an, an expansion draft of which like typically this is the way that they did it before i don't know if this is what they would do now but basically what the expansion draft was is is that every team submitted a list of players that would be acceptable for an expansion draft. So maybe like four players on my roster that you could choose from. And then each team. Well, okay. So each, each, each team. So each if ex- I run the Detroit Pistons, yes. then I, I just, I provide a list of four players that I'm giving you a green light to take away and the rest are off limits. Correct. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And so then, and then, you know, Seattle and Vegas would alternate picks and then basically the way I, if I'm, if I'm pretty sure on this, like it would be like, if I, if you were the Pistons and I'm the Seattle, you know, supersonics now, and I take one of your players off of your list, then Detroit cannot lose any more players. And then the other tw- 29 teams will, you know, those pools okay. have available. So then if I pick the, the Pelicans, a player of the Pelicans, so there is becomes a little bit of that draft strategy with the expansion draft. And then well, I, how many how many players are how many players are on the NBA team like tw- uh, 20 no for, uh, 12 something 12. 12 and then you can have a max of 15 so you could have like 12 dressed and I think three non-dressed players I think you have there's also some minimums too on what you have to spend dollar wise too um, yeah like you have to spend a certain percentage of that salary cap. Uh, and if you don't, like it just folds back into the rest of the players. So I think well, salary so are, also plays are a, all these... a factor into yeah. it as well, too. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm, I'm just wondering real quick. Is this like, so are all the teams just submitting for two questions? Are they just giving you your 11 to 15 players? And then also, like, do I have to let the players know if they're on the list? Do the players have knowledge that they were put on this list? Yeah, I think the, the list is public. And I don't. I wouldn't say it would be 11 through 15, too, because I think that there might be some bad salaries that they might put on that. Oh, like, well yeah, too. oh like John, John Wall, <laughs> Russell Westbrook, yeah. all, yeah, like, exactly. all these guys yeah, that yeah, come yeah. up for grabs. For sure, yeah. That's good so point. there'll be some yeah. of that, and, and some of that will all factor in. So it becomes – but this is why, like, historically they're not a very good team. They'll get a high draft, I think. The Grizzlies won a coin flip and got like the sixth pick. They took Bryant Reeves out of Oklahoma State, big country. And then the Raptors took uh, Damon Stoudemire, who ended up winning rookie of the year that year. Uh, and that uh, that expansion uh, uh, for that expansion team uh, in the in the regular draft. So they'll get they'll get a high level pick, but I don't believe that they're going to get the the like number one and number two automatically. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Okay. Um, we just did a total hypothetical NBA look and let's hypothetically talk about expansion drafts. <laughs> this is where this goes, yeah. people. I It does. Like, welcome, buckle up, guys. I'm going to refer to that. We've definitely zagged a lot harder than we did on that. But yeah, that's, uh, it's just, it's interesting how that kind of all pans out. Okay, let's talk a little bit um, Harden to Philly. People are saying he looks, he looks lighter, shoot better. Like, it, 
this looks like it'll work out. So I want to talk about like who, how do you think of Harden overall as like a player? You know, moving to three teams within like the course of like a season and a half, and then like then I want to know what you think about Philadelphia actually making a solid run at this. Yeah. Um. Well, I think Harden on a whole is like a uniquely polarizing player and will forever be in NBA history because he is clearly like a dominant player, but with very like narrow, like a very narrow spectrum of dominance, right? Like incredible ball handler, insane in like the pick and roll game and, and a very good three point shooter. Um, but like horrific defender, I, I would say, I don't, I can't really think of like, his style of play really trans like he's very like of the 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 analytic like player right people love him analytically of what he can do and i think like daryl morey and then houston rockets era was like that's that's what he is it's like drive to the rim or shoot threes or get fouled like that is my three things that i can do and he can do it at an incredibly high rate so it's like you know when we talked about like you know the 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 uh, money ball like like he gets on base james harden gets on base like in a big fucking way because he gets to the line an incredible amount and when you pair him with uh joel Embiid, who now really adds tremendous versatility in that pick and roll game and the way that they can space the floor in the nba now and even like the corner three becomes a deadly weapon this becomes like a a very not fun way to watch basketball because it's not going to be a lot of ball movement. Um, so James Harden on a whole, I, you know, I, I think, you know, he's a two-time MVP. Like I think he's a, a phenomenal basketball player, but I think we'll look at him as like, a, was he just great for the era that he was in? You know what I mean? And, or, or was he just like leaning into the rule set to just give him the advantage? And is that like something that we appreciate as, as basketball fans. So what is the pick and roll game? Like break that down. Like some offenses are just like, here's how we're going to attack. Like I'm going to come up, like you're going to set a pick and we're going to see how the defender reacts. And we're just going to make a decision mm-hmm. from that. And that's the entire offense. just two guys. Basically. Yeah. You want to spread the floor, right? So you're going to probably put shooters in either corners of the three and your big right is defending Joel Embiid and your guys defending uh, James Harden and you know there'll be some other actions going on but basically what it is is coming up from the paint making sure that the lane is as clear and free as possible because what you want to do offensively is put the defenders into a position to make a choice make a choice it's, yeah, you're it's creating, like it's, you're creating a two-on-two game exactly right it's like the it's like the the run pass option and and football the defensive end hedges on the quarterback I gave to the running back he, he, he stays with the running back, the quarterback takes off. And in this situation, it's the same thing, except now my, my running back can have a couple different spots to go. Joel Embiid can set that screen. He can roll to the basket. He can come out to fake the screen and slip the screen and go right back to the rim, right? Which catches people off. Or he can fade after the fact, which is basically hang out by the three-pointer. And depending on how his defender hedges, like gets in front of, you know, the roll portion of, that pick where Harden's trying to rub his man off on to Embiid. If that defender comes out too far, that's a passing lane. Just, just get that pass in. If he comes out too shallow, 
right? Then Harden might be able to blow by him, get to the rim. And then you put the corner guys in peril too. So it's like, do we give up the layup? Do we foul Harden? Or do we yeah. sag off of our man and potentially leave a shooter open that could knock down that high percentage three? So this becomes it. And and I think like the like there was uh, a game recently that the 76ers played where it was like they had like you know 36 odd uh, free throw attempts and like the first two and a half quarters, like not even all the way through it. So it's just like I'm I'm putting you in all these actions all the time, like stop it or don't but you know i'm gonna i'm gonna put you in this action all the time so why is not everyone running this offense why why is every team like not just doing pick and roll they are i mean they're, they're, there's a lot of pick and roll to okay. it but they don't have the dynamic like one two punch between a harden and and b and i think this is the why maury daryl maury the gm for the 76ers who also was the D- gm for the houston rockets when they brought in Chris, Chris Paul, or when they brought in uh, Harden and then Chris Paul and try to make it work with him. Like Maury is a very much like a, a sports geek stat guy. Who's like, this is the, like, there's no more efficient way to do basketball than this. Yeah. We haven't seen it win yet. We've seen it come very close, but he's also never had a big man like Embiid that ha- that is multifaceted that can shoot and roll and, defend the rim a little bit too so this is an interesting mix it'll be interesting to see how they gel in the last like you know 20 30 games here for the season so it's almost like you're putting a lot more pressure on that point guard or on that hardened like he becomes like a real quarterback like it's not just moving the ball to see how the defense reacts like there's a lot of power in hardened's hands oh yeah yeah i mean this but this is exactly how harden wants to play so this is this is the you know one of the many issues that came out of you know um you know, uh, Brooklyn is, is that it's like, well, there's, you know, Irving's a dominant ball handler, uh, you know, needs the ball to be with them. And, uh, yeah, you know, and, you know, obviously KD needs his touches as well too. And he's not necessarily like the pick and roll type guy. So the fit maybe just wasn't a hundred percent there. And the four games real quick that Harden has been there were 27 points, 12 assists, and basically like seven rebounds because he's a good rebounding guard on the defensive end. He might not play defense very well, but he's very good because this allows him to get the ball right out of the defensive end, bring it up court and then, you know, set up for the offense. What makes bad defense in the NBA? Like we say, people aren't great defenders. It seems like one of the easiest things you can solve. Is it like, is it laziness or like some guys just not good at reaction time? Yeah, I think there's a little bit of like just focus, right? It's, you know, defense is all about like energy and effort. I think a lot of times like the Hardens of the world, right? He's 32, you know, you're playing an 82 game schedule. We talked about load management. It's almost like an in-game load management. It's like, I'm going to take a few defensive plays off, right? I'm going to try and check the guy that's the least likely to score, just hide me so I can save up my energy for the offensive end where I come in and do my thing. And it's it, that's not an enjoyable game to watch. I mean, Michael Jordan. This, you know, credit to him, but his the unheralded part of his game was the number of all defensive teams that he, you know, that he uh, led, and like the number of times that, that he led the league in steals. You know what I mean? Like Michael Jordan yeah. was a very good on ball as well as off ball defender, and Harden is none of those. You know what I mean? Like he is disinterested, uh, to put it politely. Which is going to be tough for a 76ers team, which, you know, sometimes Embiid can be a little bit that same way too on the defensive end. 
Yeah, so it would be also, I mean, it'd be strategic, right, to get, you know, if you do have a guy that likes playing defense or, like, you challenge his conditioning, right? Like, you right. just have mm-hmm. have him play, like, off-ball defense and then just have your guy just run him around the court. I remember, like, when you were coaching the co-pilots, you talked about that. Like, just, yeah. like, there is value in, you know, keeping moving because you're not only moving and, like, create offense for yourself and your team, but you're also, like, wearing out the defender, like, chasing you down. Absolutely, 100%, you know. So it'll be interesting. Like, I, I, I... I really think the 76ers, you know, they're going to be uh, very public money, you know, for not to impromptu Brandon in a gambling corner. But I, I just don't see Ooh. like, I don't see them getting past like a, 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 a Boston, Milwaukee or Miami. I just don't, I don't see it with the way that those three teams play defense and a couple liabilities that the 76ers have. You know, I just think like the co- coaching is, they're just going to try and work hard and, and run Embiid off the court, you know what I mean? Because we all we we talked about Embiid and kind of his load management and and really making him work, you know, up and down the court. That's going to be something that you're going to want to key in on. And I once I get past that, I'm not really sure what what they're going to look at, you know, coming off the bench then. So you, you do you think there's an actual chip run this year for Philadelphia? I do not. I think no. I I think. I think that um, I think those three teams, Boston, Milwaukee, and Miami, have a much better. Even though Philly right now is the number two seed and has a very good shot of probably yeah. making it to the number one seed. I don't know. I haven't seen it. You know what I mean? I mean, they just played two nights ago or last night. They played the Heat and got spanked. I know uh, Harden didn't play, but they got spanked by seventeen points. You know what I mean? And B did not have a great game. So uh, I, I I look at like a team like Boston. That's like with their wing guys with uh, Jalen Brown and J- J- uh, Jason Tatum. Like, who's going to defend those two guys? And I got Tybal on the on the 76ers, but Tobias Harris is Tobias Harris picking up Jason Tatum? Is he going to stay with them and check him for for 48 minutes every night? I don't know. I'm not seeing it. So that's me, sir. Uh, so let's look at the flip side of this trade before we wrap out yeah, of yeah. Ripped here. I mean, what, what do you are you excited to see like Simmons like playing in Brooklyn? Is is this the real thing? Obviously, I mean, I don't think you could say an upgrade. Um, they say a good trade is like a trade that both teams feel like they got ripped off a little bit. Oh, I mean, right. but the trade feels pretty like even just on the macro. Well, they got some shooting in it. Get shooting with Seth Curry. They also get Andre Drummond, which is a great guy to pull off the bench for a guy like Embiid and throw a couple bigs. You know, you've got Claxton and and Drummond in there. Like, I think that that's a good thing to potentially look at for a, a potential, you know, first or second round matchup that they're looking at. Um, you've got LaMarcus Aldridge. You know, hopefully Durant comes back because I think he's going to miss like a month or so left. And then Joe Harris is out for the season. Um Oh, I know. Uh, yeah. So Ben Simmons, he's got no timetable on return. I, I was just looking up to see when he was going to be coming up. But I also like the fact that, you know, the Sixer or the Nets get a first round pick this year, another 2027 first round pick. So, I mean, anytime that I feel like you could get some some first round picks out of the deal, it's in the NBA, it's going to have a little value that you can throw in there to to spice up some pots here. Yeah, what a perfect fit. I mean, with like Durant and 
uh, Irving, at least right. playing away games for right now. <laughs> right. Like, and then you have like Simmons there, like just locked down D, like good assists. Like it just sounds like, and then Seth Curry, like just those four people right now makes me really love this team. Yeah, I, I like them. And they're right, they're kind of hovering at the eighth seed right now. Um, you've got, you know, it's it's them, it's just depth. Um, but they've got some glue guys too. Patty Mills is very good. Bruce Brown, who was a, a player for the Pistons, you know, is an interesting like kind of multifaceted wing, you know, can can play like a very poor man's, you know, uh four position. Um so I, I, I like this team. I think this is interesting. I think the big factor is like, like, are they only going to allow Kyrie Irving to play, you know, away games? Like what's, what's this going to, like, how's that going to turn out for their season? You know what I mean? Think of it. It's like, it insanely becomes an advantage for them to be on the road, to not be the oh. home team for this series. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. You're right. <laughs> like the first road games, it's like, all right, perfect. Like, no, no, no. We're we're packing. Yeah, exactly. We're packing several days of, long, of luggage. <laughs> yeah, we, we want, we yeah, we back. want we want to be on the road. That's hilarious. Um, all right, bro. Um, good peek in, even though we win. Maybe I'll go back and just like relabel that, just like expansion. M A M A parent tip. Bring us to the jam. <laughs> To the honeys, getting money, playing niggas like dummies. Oh. Um, birthday parties. Hell What's yeah. up? So it's just like, is there a pressure? So uh, your daughter, one of your daughters just had a birthday. And you yep. got to host that party. Is it, is there a surprise element to it? Is there like, do they make requests? Like what, what it kind of comes in and then how do you get people there? Do you talk to like other parents in their class? Do you get like phone numbers from their teacher to like send invites like what's this what's this whole scene look like oh yeah well there's a big decision making like first you got to find the venue right so it's like yeah. where where are we going to do this and what does this look like you gotta you gotta line that up and then you got to make the decision are we going to invite the whole class or are we going to do a, a select few and then Ooh, how does yeah. that work and that becomes you know this year was the first year we just did a select few before we would do like uh you know, invite the whole class and you just kind of basically shepherd the invites through the teacher. Cause you know, commissionette's in second grade right now. So we used to just kind of shepherd it through the teacher, be like, all right, pass it out to every kid and give them an RSVP date of such and such time. You know, if you're doing like a birthday party at your house or maybe like a, like a gymnastics things where it was like, you know, you basically rent the place for an hour, bring, you know, you can have up to as many like 30 or 40 kids. So you're like, all right, well, that's going to cover her, her whole class. This year was like, all right, who do you want? To, like, where do you want to go? So we chose this place. Basically, it's like a, a Dave and Buster type place. Also served booze for the parents. So that was a little plus factor for the parents as well, too. But um, but basically arcade games and running around and birthday cake and cheap pizza and all that stuff. So we went for that, but that had kind of like a cap at like 10 people. And then for every guest invited, it was like another $35. So it was like, well, well what's I, what, what's the etiquette? Obviously like the checks doesn't show up and we're just like, Hey, let's split this 30 ways real fast. But like, I mean, do you like <laughs> you handle all the, like the pizza and the cake and maybe like, you know, like $5 a token, a kid, like do parents like offer money and you say, no problem. Like we'll be the next one. Like, how's that all shake down? Oh I, uh, yeah. We, 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 you pay for the party. You also pay for gift bags too by the way every kid talk There's about the that, yeah yeah, yeah. There, we we uh we get gift bags i think we had rock candy and some 
you know, the fake tattoos and stuff like that. So Dr. Mrs. Commission took care of all that. But this is my biggest thing is the gift bags. I'm like, this is insane. I never remember. Did you get a gift bag when you were a kid, when you ever went to a birthday party? I don't, you said something. Me. I remember getting a gift bag, but yeah, it's still, I feel like it was my birthday if I got a gift bag. I don't remember going to a birthday party. It's just like, thanks for coming to this party. That's a, for a birthday. That's not yours. Yes. Here's some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone gets a gift bag. So, you know, you tell them, and usually what you'll do is, is, you know, so you, you pay for all that. So this one was unique because it came, everyone got like a card to, that had some points on it, but those points went quick. So we were, we were loading up kids yeah. cards. Cause it was like, well, it's like 20 minutes into like, uh, you know, after, after it's, so it's like an hour in there, they've still have an hour and a half and they burned through their cards already. So it's like, all right, let's go to the machines. Sure. Let's ring up. So we probably, we probably spent a, you know, a fair bit just on top of that. We should have probably, Dr. Mrs. Commission after the fact was like, was there an unlimited package? And I was like, there might've been, and it might've been worthwhile for us to do quite mm. honestly. So I was just, I just thought like that they would just kind of play a few games and move around and I'll be hanging out. No, they were, they were, they were on it. Cause you, you, you get, the better you do with these games, you get points and then you turn in points. So a couple of these kids, it wasn't their first rodeo. So they knew, they knew, they knew the games to load up and play pretty quickly to load up and try and get as many points as possible which is which is very funny to watch yeah and it also seems like the tactic would be like this isn't my parents so there's no awkwardness or like yeah. asking for more money like this guy has to be nice to me <laughs> like you right. know like commission's dad like needs to be nice to me so i come up and it's just like hey like uh <laughs> hey most awesome can i get some more points here and yeah. just like yeah can i get a green like this, this little girl's like uh my card's broken so uh what, what, what are we gonna do to fix this and it's like <laughs> all right i guess let me pull the wall here's 10 bucks kid go load this thing up you know <laughs> so but yeah okay. so good is, is i mean is that is that common like you take care of everything like has you know commission commission 2.0 like um it doesn't seem like um commission junior been any birthday yeah. parties yet is it pretty like do you ever go like bring one of those kids to someone else's birthday party and kind of not getting like shaken down but you you know you pitch in or they're just like hey like uh you know your daughter's present here presence here is going to be like 40 bucks or whatever like like venmo me this <laughs> you know i've never gotten that um that's because i i do think everyone is kind of like well you know, much like the uh, the buying dinner analogy, it's like, all right, well, you got this one, I got a dinner coming up in like yeah. four or five months, so you know, we it all kind of comes out in the wash. Hopefully, your parents that your your kids uh, that go to school, their parents are cool because you know you can't. They say you know you you can't pick your uh, kids' friends, but you also can't pick their parents as well too, and that's always like a tough, like awkward hanging. Like, yeah, this is my bestie. And I love them, but uh, their parents are, you know, fucking sticks in the mud. That's always a tough beat. Are there a, like uh, a kid that has a set of parents that are really cool that you're really like fingers crossed that like your kids become best friends? Right, exactly. Like, oh, that guy, <laughs> that dad rides a motorcycle. He looks sweet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there definitely is. Like you could definitely, you know, much like anything, like you suss out like parent-teacher conference. You're like, all right, what's up with this dude over here? And then you look over there like oh, that, that guy looks like he's, you know, good people. Like, let's kind of like sidle over next to them, you know, and find out what his story. Like there's one uh, in my my 2.0's uh, uh, friend was a former college football player. 
Uh, so immediately I was like, Hey, what's up? What's up with this guy? You know what I mean? Like try and he's a great guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're definitely like yucking it up or whatever, but, uh, but that's one of those things where you definitely like, you start eyeing up the, uh, the parents and, and the PTA conferences and, you know, a school assemblies and things like that. So, I mean, what was the etiquette? So you said they had drinks there. Like, did you get a drink? Like, did you buy around for like some of the other moms and dads? Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a, a, yeah, I made the offer. I made the overture. Um, you know, I even made the overture to buy a, a mom, uh, not because she was inebriated, but I was like, Hey, if you want to drink, she was like, oh, I don't really drink. I have a couple of sips and I get a little too loopy. I was like, I'll, I'll get you an Uber. Like, it's okay. I'll say, you know what I mean? So I definitely made that, you know, so it was like, Hey, have fun, you know? So a couple of the parents took us up on the offer of uh, getting a few cocktails, which was fun. We also had like, you know, aunts and uncles and, and grandma, you know, made the trip in as well too. So, you know, we were definitely making a few rounds there and, and having a good time. So it was fun, but yeah, I think some, some parents were definitely like, uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to be drinking at a birthday party, you know what I mean? For a kid at least. Right. Yeah. So That's what you gotta do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, so would you say like, um, just the you know the moms and dads out there that have like younger kids that might be kind of phasing into this you know first grade, second grade birthday party realm? Like, what's what's the hack? Like, what's the secret? I think like I think you know get on it early with your kid. Figure out all that. Figure out what they want to do, where they want to go, and if they don't, give them a couple options that you want to do. I would say that there's like a like there's a good like time period and when you can get those invites out, like you don't want to go too far out in advance, right? Cause people will forget. And especially if you typically you have to pay for like the party, you know, a, a per, per person coming in there. So um, I would say like two, three weeks out before the birthday is usually like kind of that sweet spot, maybe closer to three weeks. So people don't have plans set an RSP, RSVP date. You know, we were definitely like texting parents, Hey, are you coming or not? You know what I mean? Like getting to that level. So set like an RSVP date. And then I would say like, fill in the gaps. If you're, if your party is like, Hey, we'll provide pizza and soda, fill in those little details as well too. Because there's like my personal, like weirdness is like when four kids show up and they're like, Oh, we already ate before we came here. It's like, well, I got three pizzas because I thought everyone was like, now I'm eating pizza. <laughs> now I'm eating all this pizza. You're, you're going to have two slices and you're going to like it. <laughs> right, exactly. You know what I mean? So, you know, just make sure that everyone's clued in because I think like a lot of times like parents don't know if it doesn't say. Being on the other end of it, like are they serving pizza? Are they serving dinner? Like it's at a weird, it's at dinner-ish time. So I'm assuming they're, 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 they're having food, but if they don't, I also don't want my kid to starve. So, you know, put all those good details in there. You know what I mean? Like food will be, you know, all this other stuff, uh, you know, uh, pin, pin a $10 bill in case they run through their card faster, faster than expected. You know, the, the, the basics. Smart, bro. I want you to host a birthday party for me. This is dynamite. Um, all right, uh, thanks, bro. Let's get Andrew on the pod. Absolutely. Let's go. Let's go.
Uh, that's great. We got Andrew Martin on the pod. Um, let's just jump into this real fast. I want you to hear about this. This is going to be a good warm up thing. Are you familiar with the hear about this segment? No. Hear about this? Hear about let's this? Go. So I get all of my news from Yahoo headlines. Okay. Just the headlines, yeah. not yeah, the articles. I know this. Yeah, I know this. So we're going to go through some yeah. articles. We're going to go through the headlines. Oh, yeah. We're going to chat about them. It's a good refresher yeah. also for people who are just I'm a super fan like, on the pod. Yeah. I'm your number there. one fan. Like, not in a misery, like Kathy Bates way. Not in a, like, tie you to a bed way. Sure. I'm Unless be... you're into that. I don't know. <laughs> Going for it. Look at this. Uh, yeah, exactly. Again, my boss. I'd like to reiterate <laughs> exactly. that. My boss. Uh, not my HR department. Big I swings. don't know what to tell you. All Big right. axe. Yeah. Uh, okay, we're going to do McDonald's is being uh, – here's what I'm going to say. Number one fan, but you're, you're like, I only listened to, like, the last 20 minutes of the pot. I, th- yeah. I think, like, a number one fan would right. – Take it top to bottom. I'm the number one fan of the last 20 minutes. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Number Clarify one fan that. of a third of the yes. podcast. Perfect. Uh, McDonald's is being sued for $900 million by a startup that says it tried to fix the chain's broken ice machines. We might have covered this. When you go to McDonald's, I had it today. What's your McDonald's order? Can I try to guess? Have we, we've, I feel like we've done this, but I'm going to try to I guess. I don't think we have, actually. Enough. I don't think we oh, have. Oh, great. Okay. So I'm going I'm I'm to try to guess a... your McDonald's order. Yes. Because I know... Um, Andrea doesn't know, so she can try to guess. She's like, we went and got McDonald's today, which is a spoiler, which is why this. Oh, okay, like okay, okay. Yep, yep. But um, I did, one thing about most awesome, he does eat everything individually. It's not like a <laughs> right, sandwich exactly. and then some fries. It's like all oh. sandwich and then all fries. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, but it's not like you take the burger out of the bun. No, 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 he doesn't deconstruct the McDonald's. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not pulling yeah. sesame seeds off every yeah. time. <laughs> going there right he now. still appreciates the assembly. It's just <laughs> like he's not, he's not going to mix uh, man with sides. I'm going to say your order is you're very, you're very man's man, like right, American. I'm going to say it's, I'm going to say it's a Big Mac with some fries Yep. Large, not supersized, because you do have a little calorie count to you. There's yes. a little calorie count side to you that you don't hit too much. Right. And then I'm going to say a six-piece nugget as like an appetizer for the drive home. Oh, I like how you went from calorie counts to adding. <laughs> I know. Like I'm not saying options. we're all, you know, it's just like right. getting the supersized and then being like, what do you want to drink? A Diet Coke, you know, because I'm watching calories. It's like, you're at McDonald's. So yeah, right. that, that. We're, we're living <laughs> like, just... right. Exactly. Uh, no, I not a I think he looks guy. like a... Oh, oh, you're right. gonna. Andrew's gonna take oh, a guess. Oh, oh, yeah, Andrew's yeah, yeah. gonna right. take a guess. Yeah, good. I I'm getting a closet McRib vibe. McRib. A closet oh. McRib. Like when Ooh, the McRib like is that. in. When he yeah. sees that McRib commercial, he's <laughs> yeah. like in the car. Like exactly. just like. Pulls him there. Like he yeah. he forgets about McDonald's for like ten months out of the year, but then when he sees that McRib commercial, yeah. then he's he's hitting that drive-through about three times yeah. a week. Okay, that's a bold guess. That is a Shots bold fire. guess. I love it. I like it. I but you know what? I like I like where your head's at. Um, you're, you're both incorrect. I'm a double quarter pounder guy all day, every day. That's what I do. Double QPC. Double QPC. I do think now they offer bacon. Correct me if I'm wrong on this, which I, if it was available. Yeah. I mean, we do sleep a little bit on the fact that McDonald's has bacon. I believe it's the round bacon with bacon. It's strips. We- it yeah, looks weird, but it's it still looks bacon. weird, but it's it, weird tastes, it tastes like bacon. So I'm guessing it's bacon. Um, but yeah, I definitely do the fries. A younger man would supersize, but today definitely not. Um, uh, and I don't nice. do any Good for you, soda. Buddy. I'm proud Thank of you. you, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, I don't do any soda anymore, so I'll do like an unsweet nice tea. Ooh. That's my move. Um, you but don't I drink will, soda I, at all. I try not to. Definitely not. Even the the regulars yeah. that come within the order, it's like a a, a huge thirty a lot some odd ounces of, of soda. soda. Yeah. It's a lot it's of lot sugar of to have. And again, a younger man would supersize and load me up full full Coke. Don't even diet up that Coke. 
Give me the full Coke. But uh, today, iced tea all the way. I'm slightly worried that you guys are like up on like current menu changes at McDonald's. Like, What's you're like, oh, now it comes with bacon, and you're like, no, it's oh, the yeah, round yeah, yeah. bacon now. Like that, no. like you actually <laughs> yeah, wrote, yeah, like, no, all the no, temporary yeah, dressings, you know. Yeah, yeah wasn't it? Yeah, like, just like all yeah, the fixings no, that they've yeah. changed. We try to pretend like we don't well, go there no. all that yeah. often. But yeah, yes, we're, you're like three months ago. It was like this. Yeah, I want to do McDonald's. So I went. I wanted a quarter pounder. I would say two things. Like I wanted a quarter pounder with cheese today. Ripping oh. off pop culture, though, how did I order it? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Royale with cheese? Roy- Royale <laughs> with cheese. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> had a Royale yeah. Perfect. Do they look at you? I ordered it because because you're, you you're scared of speaking French a little bit. So Not scared. Little, There's a difference like scared and can't little, do it. Like I'm not <laughs> like, you know, like I'm not scared of flying an airplane. I just cannot do it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, it Perfect. doesn't intimidate me. I'm just like I'm wasting everyone's time if I, I don't know. This. What is this? The yoke? Is this what? I don't know what this is anymore. Yeah. Um, beautiful. What did you what Andrew? What did you get? Because you you definitely like. Like I, I feel like that, like filet fish off the map. Like we're not going that way. Uh, we're definitely going like oh, burger. Just, but are we I've doing even like forgot about filet fish? Like, does anybody even like, like if no. if someone you know if I was with someone that ordered a filet fish, like that person would not be in my life anymore. Like <laughs> yeah, that would exactly. be like it's, that's yeah. like deal breaker. That's done. You're that's out. right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although I have had a filet fish, it's not as bad as you would think. It's not terrible. It's not something I'm proud of to admit on the pod. But I think I yeah. feel like I feel like you were the like, give me the like what is it like the number two like the two cheeseburgers just give me the straight up two cheeseburgers small fry, and then like a like, you might go like an orange soda maybe like oh, I knew you were gonna say orange soda I yeah. knew I knew you were setting this table yeah. with an orange soda at the end yeah, oh yeah oh yeah yeah you would go wild card. It's close. It's close. Okay. Yeah. Like that was like, you know, when I was like 10, that's about what I would have ordered, like sure. orange soda and a, you know, mm. it's quite, um, but I, I kind of like the, uh, I like the fries in the chocolate shake deal. Oh, you Where did the fries in the, the shake? Fries? Oh, you're yeah. lunatic. Okay. Yeah, good enough. Right. This we is crazy. Like, figure that yeah, out. Like but the, but the two cheeseburgers. Yeah. There's something about, cause the cheeseburger comes without the sesame seeds, right? Correct. Like it's the yes. smooth yeah. bun. Yep. No yeah. sesame seeds. There's yeah. just something about a smooth bun. Dude. I like it. Wow. Something about a smooth bun. Very wow. good. Oh, gotta double down on that statement. Yeah, yeah. Um so dude, I don't get this. Like, so you don't like sesame seeds? I think mean, there's flavor. They're they're like bun. a no, they're no it, register. Okay. I okay, like I like a keep... sesame seed, but you know, it's like, you know, I just prefer smooth the bun. Smooth, smooth bun. bun. Absolutely. Yeah, something yeah. very satisfying. Uh real fast. Okay, so let's guess over unders on how many times um we've each went to a McDonald's in the last year. How many times a year are you go to McDonald's? On average, oh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna set both of yours, Andrea. I'm gonna put yours at. I'm gonna say like two times a year. I'm gonna do most awesome man with kids, health conscious, but sometimes it's just gotta pull that trigger. And the kids probably like McDonald's too. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go twice a month for most awesome. So I'm gonna Ooh. say I'm gonna say twenty four. Twenty. That's a lot. That is a lot. I would twice say probably. Yeah, but twice yeah. a month isn't. It's twice a month. Not you're not hitting that drive through two times a month in thirty no, days. No, once every fifteen days. No, we, too much. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, too much. That's that's a little high. Uh, right, but yeah. I, but I appreciate that. Uh, no, I would say we're probably once a once a month might not even be high. Our kids our kids are big more Chick Fil A than McDonald's. They really only mm, like yeah, McDonald's for the Happy Meal because they really just like the toy. 
Um, but yeah. they're also very big on uh, Culver's. Have you got? Have you experienced a Culver's? I think it's a little bit more uh, of the Midwestern chain. Yeah, they, they do like the Wisconsin like Butterbrick Butterburger stuff. Yeah, that's what it good. is. Butterburger. I don't know what the bur- Butterburger was. It sounded gross. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just cooked but, in butter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, they like yeah, they like helping. Culver's because they can get like a free scoop of ice cream too. So that's they're they're already game playing like what they can do on that. But uh, but yeah, it is. To your point, it is super hard when you're in that drive-through not to order anything if your kids are really wanting it. So the pull is. Oh there. yeah, you gotta pull that trigger. Oh yeah, for sure. What are you? Yeah, that was close. So I've been twice in the last two weeks. That's too, yeah, that's just admitting. So my yeah, shame. so you're the twenty. Slide you're the twenty-five. Air, right? Twenty-four yeah. times. Yeah. Twice <laughs> last two weeks, but that's the most I've been in four years. So you're kind of right, but you're not right. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Well, you're just yeah, getting them in. He didn't say it was, you know, every six months. He just said twice in a year. That's your twice. Average. That's it. He yeah. got it. He's still there. Average. He's still there. That's yeah. true. All right. Taron Edgerton says he is completely fine after passing out during first performance of his play. Have you ever passed out? I have not passed not out. Not like I, got tired or got hammered, but just like been standing and then just oh, I've like. I've gotten tired and hammered and for like, sure. But I've never, you know what's yeah, so yeah, funny? Yeah, I don't mean that. I don't mean that passed out. Yeah. 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 I, it's not so funny, but this just actually happened to, so my kids, my kids go to, to Catholic school and on uh, this past Friday, I went with them to the, you can, they do mass during the school week and they can also do like parents can come and in line for communion, one of the little girls passed out and i didn't know if she was just trying something new like throwing herself at the altar of the priest or like i didn't know what was going on until because no one was moving and like a couple of the kids were like standing and like kind of like nudging her with her foot they, they didn't know what to do so finally like <laughs> just laying over and kids are stepping over yeah they were just yeah they were just it was it was it was mayhem and she she was laying in such a way that she was kind of like laying on her side and you didn't know if she was like I, I didn't know if it was some theatrics or what was going on. And then eventually like a teacher like rushed in and like scooped her up. But I guess they said that she passes out like all the time. Like this is a regular occurrence. That's um, crazy. But I, that was, it's so funny that you brought that up because I have not passed out. I don't know when I've seen anyone pass out in like the longest time. And this just happened like four days ago, three days ago. Yeah, I saw someone. Yeah, I remember like seeing somebody like at a restaurant once. Andrew, you ever passed out? I have actually never passed out. Yeah. You're, you're talking about like going from standing to yes yeah. they're like waking up like what the hell just happened like where am i like what went down yeah like a full fledged yeah, no. like out Mm-mm. i've done the thing it, where it you get like up too with... i've done the thing where you get up too fast right you, you gets like it gets all gray and like weird you know what i mean have you ever done yeah. that that's yeah. just like a guy like a head i have like yeah, but it seems like borderline passing out. That feels right. like, you know, you're getting to chapter three and the full book is actually passing out and you're just right, like exactly, making yeah. it all the way. Because, I mean, I have the, the feeling the closest because, you know, I do that like 30 seconds of cold water shower in the morning just to mm-hmm. like steal the nerves. Yeah. But, like I do that and that like, it feels like you really got to concentrate on your breathing or like it will get messed up because it'll feel like, I, it gets like tingly, like you might actually like kind of pass out there, which I don't know, passing out the shower would be a tough hang. I kind of wanted the work. It's just like, if you've passed out from a full standing position, it seems impossible that you don't have head damage. Yeah. Like, like how, how do you not, yeah. Like, how do you yeah. not, like, like what's the time? science of passing out? Like, what, what actually happens? Is it like all the blood rushes yeah. to your... I don't think you get enough oxygen to your brain, right? I think you it's an oxygen like, to a brain okay. thing, yeah. Yeah, I think you just, for a brief moment, it just 
everything like it's like at the kill switch it's just like all right you're powering down i gotta i gotta fucking chill for a second and then there you're then you wake up and you're like what happened i think that's the weirdest thing is is that people just have no idea that it happens and then yeah. 30 seconds wake up and you're in just a totally different spot like someone's like you know trying to you know throwing a cup of water in your face and you know yeah that's a great point because where we see it the most now it would be like the ufc where they actually like choke someone out and then like we can see it like see the reaction where that thing where you kind of wake up and like you still feel like you're in the fight or you just oh, yeah. have no idea that you just kind of like missed out on the last like 90 seconds that went down uh brady spears new snapshot of sam um i can't pronounce his last name has fans speculating they may have secretly gotten married Britney Spears um, out of her Britney conservatorship, Spears, yeah. right? I knew this. Yep, free. Might might get free Britney? married on again. Uh, could you guys date a famous person? I mean, I don't know if Andrea knows this or not, but I came dangerously close to dating a famous person. Dangerously close. Uh, the Jennifer Love Hewitt story. All right. Yes. It's been it's been a year. You can you can tell <laughs> the J L H story. Roll it out again. Right, it's exactly. Time to roll this it is out again. this is the story. Greatest hits. I hit this story <laughs> Most like, awesome a, like greatest the frequency hits. of uh, going to McDonald's. <laughs> Um, so yes, yeah. One time Jennifer Love Hewitt, she, you know, she was, she was in much, she was in the Andrea camp. She thought I was cute and, uh, mentioned it sure. to a friend of mine. So, you know, uh, you're in good company as well. Love, um, love smooth buns. Yep. 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 Love smooth buns for sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, I just lost a light there. That was good. Uh, now it's mood lighting. This is mad after dark. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I, to I totally could. I think it's I think a guy dating a famous woman is a lot easier. Correct me if I'm wrong, than maybe a famous woman dating or a civilian dating a famous guy. Do you think that's accurate? You think it's easier for a non-famous guy to date a famous woman? Yeah. Than it, it would... is I don't Ooh, I don't No, I got to disagree with that. I think Do it's easier know? the other way. Really? Yeah, like on the, yeah, on the, oh, I mean, I guess I see what you're saying. Like you're alluding to like guys have a higher likelihood to, to stray to philander. Correct so mundo. That would be the, yeah, that, that would be the tough hang. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of get that. Like, but for me, like, it seems like guys would be, you'd have to be a very secure dude to let like, your Margot Robbie girlfriend go shoot with Brad Pitt. And then she comes home at the end of the day and it's just like, Hey, like I missed you. Like, let's go grab like some dinner. Like that just seems you'd have to be insanely confident about yourself. Yeah. Like have but, everything like cooking in the right direction. But our, our, our girl, Margot Robbie is, I think married to or dating. Like, yeah. She is. Oh, she's a point. Well, yeah. I think he's yeah, below yeah, the line. Right. Is that uh, cinematographers are be built online. Yes. Good. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I think it would depend on who the famous person was. Like, you know, if I was married to like Steve Carell, that would be different than like, you know, George Clooney. Sure. Right. Like if it was That's like a guy next door, you know, he plays like the comedic characters, like it feels less. So you, you would feel less threatened. Yeah. I would feel okay. like that would be easier. You know what I mean? That would You're be like easier. John C. Riley ain't strand. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Just, yeah, yeah. So exactly. I, like, I have no problems dating exactly. Michael Sarah. Exactly. But like, then you know what? If I if I was like good. lucky enough to be married to George Clooney, I probably wouldn't care. I'd be so grateful. I would just be like, do whatever <laughs> you're you want. Like, you know you're like, you're like, yeah. yeah open, like... open, 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 open season, open relationship, whatever you want. Whatever your rules just, are, Clooney. If that's coming home to me, just whatever. <laughs> Don't care. You know. It's all good. Well, good to know. We'll get this message out. I think he's a fan. 
<sighs> that's fair. Yeah, I think, I think Clue Dog's listening. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it would be tough. I can't imagine because you want to. Here's the shitty part. I think you would never want to secretly get in a position where you're rooting for them to be less famous, so you could feel more secure in who for you sure. are. Which would be the tough thing. So you'd absolutely have to come in there, like, just like really confident about the setup is, and confident like in who you are. Yeah, for sure. Look at that. There's your confidence corner. You got it. All right, Robert Pattinson <laughs> uh, says fans' reaction to his Twilight casting was worse than Batman. He says that was way more painful. Are you Pattinson head? I am not. I'm not a Robert Pattinson guy. I actually don't quite get the sex appeal. Like he doesn't. He doesn't do anything for me. I I would assume mm-hmm. he doesn't have smooth buns. First and foremost, I think he keeps it. Keeps yeah, it hairy. Sesame oh, Seeds buns for that. sure. I don't know about uh, that. Well, I don't know. Know. Yeah. He's one of those secret yeah. hairy dudes in like weird hairy spots. <laughs> Trust, me. Trust me. The hair stops right at the sweater yeah. line. <laughs> right. right. Exactly. So I, this has never been confessed anywhere before, but I am a closet R. Pat fan. Oh, good. Yeah. We hit okay, the right headline. Yeah, I watched yeah. all the Twilight movies. Really? You know, he's a smoke show. Yeah, yeah. And he's, okay. I mean, in the in the films, he's just hairless. He's just a hairless vampire. So mm. what, I'm, going, I'm going smooth buns all the way. What is okay. it about Pattinson? What's the draw? Well, he's got like that chiseled face. Sure. It's yeah. Just, yeah. Like, Jawline. Chiseled. Yeah. He's, just, he's all yeah, face. And, like, I get it. The, the sulky vampire thing, you know what I mean? But he's sure. like really got like a heart, even though it's not beating. It makes no sense, but you know. <laughs> sure. I'm, I in. Know. I'm in. Yeah. Have you rewatched Twilight just for the Pattinson hang? So they kind of like show it relentlessly at Christmas. So, you know, you end up sort of like getting stuck on it at some they point. They do show like it. I mean, in the is it, you is have a remote Twilight control. Is a Christmas movie? Like, yeah. Yeah. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did I yeah, it is. It is. They show it. It's like in the rotation now at <laughs> okay. Christmas, right? right. So Perfect. you know, you're just flipping around. There's like nothing. You've gone through 300 channels, and you're like, oh, I'll watch. I'll watch yeah, yeah. Breaking Dawn Part Two for the fiftieth time. Perfect. You know, yeah. Uh, there's three, right? Four. There's four. Okay. Uh, have you seen The Lighthouse with William Dafoe? I believe. No. That's a Pattinson movie. Uh, have you seen Good Time? Times. Is it good time or times? I think it's good. Good times good with times. JJ Walker. <laughs> yeah, I do say that. I've seen. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Pats. No. The Pattinson movie. You know. Guy, you know way it's, more Pattinson movies. Yeah. Than what's what's happening here? It was a closet well, Pattinson fan. He, here's, here's why this headline grabbed me. Maybe this is part of like uh, the you hear about this? You hear about this? Yeah. Is like telling you why it grabbed me, and this is like I'm transitioning into a Patton head. Like I'm getting. I'm getting. Yeah, because I saw. Oh. I saw. I saw Good Time and it was a great hang. And I used to think I thought this was just like boy band, like bubblegum pop, mm-hmm. like just actor, like just like Brendan. But it's also like watching his choices and watching his performances. Just like there's something there. Like he's this guy's got something. And I'm kind of excited about this Batman movie, The Batman. It's also got my boy um, from Paul Dano. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I like, so I like Paul Dano. Yeah, mm-hmm. Batman. All right, we'll all we'll we'll check out Batman. We'll date night it. We'll check out the Batman and report right. back to you. I'm I'm I'll I'll be I'll be Pat neutral on this. I I I moved up from not like. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We yeah we we got the thermometer figured out. Yeah, you're Pat neutral. You're strong, strong, you're strong Pat head. Strong. And I'm I'm like I'm right below. Like I'm a I'm a I'm a like high set like a 68 degree mm-hmm. pat head like yep. that kind of like it's it's a good summer day but it's not like blowing the sky out um all right neapolitan showdown you're gonna give us something to guess yeah i'm gonna give you a choice all right bring us to the jam so let's leave it alone 
We got a choice between two. Why are you giving us a choice? Are you afraid that one can't be done? Do you have a preference in these two? Before we get, we have not. Do heard I this. have a preference? Um, yeah. Well, one of them is like I just think you guys are gonna have to like make shit up, and that's hilarious, right? Okay. That I just want to yes. see you make shit up on the fly. That's and the other one is. And the other one is top three smoothest buns. Actually, just the other one is actually just kind of a really good one. So I think okay. it's you know, but it's your it's your choice. Okay. Really. Well, if we're up for doing both, then we'll do. Um, the whichever one you want us to do which is like the more like we'll see if we can i think what you're saying is like we'll have to bullshit our way through one it's just like who's your favorite like avant-garde dancers and it's just like here okay. we go okay, okay. or you right, could just go. do both because i'm i'm the number one fan of the neapolitan you maybe do. there's two neapolitans well, yeah this we week. there won't be two this week we can roll it over though we okay. can roll over next week okay you can do yeah, a special well, version I, you know me. you know you know special i'm a strict release. rule follower i can't believe that you know me very extended well extended you know, version there's no yeah. way that exactly. I director's cut you could do the director's cut <laughs> director's for me it may be after dark yeah no one knows about that have we ever talked about after dark in the pod that okay what's we've the two talked options? about okay. it but we've never we've never spilled yeah. it yeah of course um, so most awesome, do you know I'm Canadian? I'm Canadian born. I did. I, I, yes, yeah. I did know this. Yeah. When, in the breakdown uh, I, I got of your appearance. Yeah. I, I was prepared <laughs> I said, to, I said you breakdown. know, I talk said... about Canadian sports, but that's like a four second conversation, Canadian right, sports. So right. that wouldn't be very interesting. Um, in fact, I just looked up the statistics of, you know, cause the winter Olympics just happened. Right. Mm -hmm. So Canada usually has like a great showing at the winter Olympics. They came like 13th in the medal Ooh, rankings. Really... Now, like for, for like a country that only does winter sports, like that's just, you know, I would say, yeah, yeah. I, I would say Some if you shame. look at just the rankings of like accumulated gross snowfall per year, and like with the number of medals earned right. in the winter olympics like that has to be the lowest yeah shit ton of snow not right. a lot of medals ratio right. is yeah. all fucked up yeah. on canada for this year yep yeah yeah so it's it's a bit shameful okay so my my first one is uh top three fun facts about canada top Ooh. three fun okay. facts about canada this is good this is good. This involves you guys making stuff up, I'm sure. This is great. No, no, no. I think we can. I think <laughs> I think we're gonna have a lot of fun with this. I do. Save the other one. Okay. Save the other one. And you yes. can email it in, and we'll cover it like next week. Okay. So don't tell us about it. We'll do it live again. Dot three. Fun fact. Okay, we gotta rank. I didn't bring. It. Okay, so we gotta go from three to one. Okay. I'm 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 furiously writing my list down as we speak right here. I know. Um. And then I'll give you some actual facts at the end. Yeah, you do that. Okay. Do that oh, now. Ooh, ooh, beautiful. Yeah, do that now. Yeah, yeah do it now. He's saying do that. No, he's saying do that now because he's like, give me a fucking life preserver. Help me out with Canada facts. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Um, something in my mind. Yeah. Um, okay. No, no. <laughs> this the pod, pod just got silent. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> I don't even know okay. if that is. You want me to kill time? You want me to give you some? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, give, give, you, give you, yeah, yeah, give us okay. one to open it okay. up. Um, not going to be. Uh, Canada is the second largest country geographically in the world. 
It does. Okay. It did seem like second it sprawled. Largest. Yeah, second it seems largest. like there's a lot going on. It yeah. did. Right. It did seem like it sprawled. I like that. I like it that. It did. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> that's. I love that bullshit. Like, oh yes, it did. Oh yes, it's it right. did. It's I, I was saying that when I said annual I snowfall, it just feels like luminous Canada. One might say. Oh, I like you're yeah. thinking of it. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> the topography of Canada is quite interesting. Oh my God! We're, I just realized what this is, and we're totally gonna make up shit about Canada. Yeah. That's probably not true. Yeah, that's, that's um, the point. Um, so uh, one of one of the capital cities of one of the provinces is actually, and it has a kind of rather unfortunate name, in my opinion, is actually the center, the geographical center of North America. The capital? You want, yeah, you want to guess? It's the capital of Saskatchewan. Oh, I was almost gonna say Saskatchewan. Uh... That's a province. Is it geographical center of North America? Of North America? Yes. Yeah, the capital of Saskatchewan is the geographical center of North America. Is that right? Oh, Oh, that felt. You looked really bold. And that's good. Altoona's in Pennsylvania. This goddamn yingling polluting my mind with Pennsylvania (laughs) facts. Pennsylvania fun fact. Oxymoron. <laughs> Where, Can we give is, up? Yeah, do you know it? any? Ca- do we, we know any capital cities in Canada? Do you know Al- any? Uh, oh, Alberta, um, and Calgary, like uh, Ottawa. Ottawa got one. Toronto's Windsor. not a capital. Ottawa's a capital. Ontario. New Newfoundland. Uh, Canada City. Newfoundland. Newfoundland. <laughs> Quebec. <laughs> so the answer is Regina. Oh, God damn it! It's right yeah. there. All this right smooth there. bun talk and Regina. Or Re- Regina. Regina. Yeah. I prefer that one. Yes. Regi- I, that's Regina. actually not how you Less pronounce it. Though. Collateral damage. It's, I know, but it sounds it. it sounds like a, <laughs> right. it's a, wise, a wiser way Trump to Regina. drop that. This one. Yeah. Yeah. Regina. All right. I got uh, All right. Um, number three, fun fact. What do you got? Okay. Um, that all, uh, because of their monetary system, which has a lot of like multicolored. <laughs> Multicolored oh, I just realized paper. Just, he's I just realized again, we're just like, this is going to be a 15 minutes of bullshit. <laughs> this is minutes so of bullshit. fun. Yes, right, the topography yeah. and Here we go. sprawling. Anyways, uh, <laughs> they have they have loonies and toonies. And, and as mandated to, uh, because they also have, um, you know, centralized healthcare, uh, the strippers have to wear a utility belt, the little monetary thing to click <laughs> for the loonies and toonies to make change. Uh, and that's been a that's yeah. been a, a prime ministry. That's my number three fun fact. As a man who's actually visited a Canadian strip club. Yes. Uh, is this is this a real fact? All right, mine is. Yes, it's a real fact. It's on my list. Oh, okay. Yeah, you got it on your list. Um. So my fun fact is it is has the most. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, just, I don't, I'm trying to figure this joke out, but it's like the only place where it's just like uh, where you have French as the main accent for English. It has the most dense population of people talking English with French accents. There we go. I like it. Fun fact. That's pretty good. Fun fact. I like it. Um, Montreal. You're speaking specifically of, Mon- of Quebec and Montreal, right? I, I'm all of Canada. This is a Canada fun fact, my friend. Oh, oh, I'm this sorry. A Canada fun all fact. of the yeah. Oh, the sprawling con- continent of yeah. It's, it's sprawling the, the, the diaspora of French-speaking yeah. Canadians that yeah. spread across the country. And that's what, what I have. Um, all right. Sound like okay. Brandana. What is that French accent? Canadian <laughs> French accent. Um, it's... I'm a boot. 
to go. go. There we go. It's uh, always the boot. Start every time. Um, like a Fargo. It's a Fargo accent. Sure. All right. Yeah, it's a Fargo accent. Wait, I, it, are any of those true? Well, I mean, so I so I have to, I have to declare close. the winner now, right? Between between these two. Yeah. You, yes. Yeah, 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 the winner. Sure. Yeah. Hands down, it's most awesome. Hands down. Mm -hmm. Of course. It's you know because okay. hands down I, not necessary. Even if it wasn't true, it. Right. It's specific. Sounds true. It's specific. Right? Yeah. It sounds true. Right. It does. And and you get a visual as well yeah. too. I like the visual. Yeah, it's a, it's that boulder yeah. dash rule. Like he got just specific yeah. enough and he had the visual yeah. and he was like moving his hands while he was talking about it. So yeah. it was a pretty good one. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really like, it makes you want to look it up on Google. Yeah, like confident. is that yeah. true? Yeah. Yeah. It was just yeah, like, yeah, wow, exactly. I just I learned something new about okay. So remind me again what that was. Like the strippers have to make They have to wear the change belt. They have to wear change belts because of the for the loonies and toonies, which is the coin based dollars. The ones and the twos uh so and because you know there's too many incidences of guys flinging dollars and coins that they politely give them their oh, because all the time yeah. okay yeah, that's good exactly. all right yeah. what's your what yeah. is second second fun fact second one um that canada uh you know obviously has a a, a rich history of of drinking um that they every town has a mandate of a drive-through uh, beer and liquor store where you actually can drive through a la our McDonald's where you can drive through load up and they shoot beer out on a conveyor belt for you to just scoop up and, uh, <laughs> and drive off. Okay. The, the mandates what's throwing me. It's just like, you're not allowed to not go through a drive through <laughs> liquor store. Right. There's a mandate. Like that's how you have to get your, this is how you buy beer and it's efficient first. It's efficient, efficient. And you know, Canadians, it's cold as shit up in Canada. It's very cold, too. yeah. It's very cold. So, you know, plus you can keep just limited inventory in there uh and one guy working and you just, you know, drive through style. It's it's smart. We should adopt this here in the States. So my fun fact about Canada, my second, which is super true. You know me, I'm all about mm -hmm. truth saying. It's the cities are so sparse and they're so dense that to promote people to not get in the cities, the further you live away from the city, the more of a tax break you get from the actual city. So it's just like if you live 100 miles away, like you get more of a tax break than getting there. And that's to cut down on the density. So there's not too many people in the city. That's a Canada fun fact. Wikipedia. Ooh, killer fun mm -hmm. fact. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Okay. It's a really good fun okay. fact. Well, the interesting thing about that one is most awesome is clearly spent more time in Canada than you have. For right? sure. I have not been to because Canada. I don't know about the drive the drive through part is a little suspicious, but it is mm -hmm. it is true that in Canada you go in, they have the beer store and the yep. liquor store. And that's the only place you can buy alcohol. And yep. you go into the beer store and it's just like a wall of beer yep. and you point at the one you want. And it comes out on a conveyor belt from the back. The conveyor belt thing is true. The conveyor belt. He got you that. He got you the conveyor belt. And it's it's a very very nice. cool thing. I can't believe we Canadian almost culture. didn't do this Neapolitan showdown. Yeah, this yeah. would have been yeah. an insane exactly. choice very to cool. skip this. Exactly. But I'm gonna actually give this win to Brandon because in terms of just making up bullshit that sounds true, that yeah, that, I, I buy that. I buy that. And also, it should be done. Well, I was just going to say that if they haven't adopted this yet, they will. They're going to listen to this podcast and they're going to be like, we should <laughs> they do are. that. We're, that is a great idea. We're huge on Parliament in Canada. Yeah. Like, we're very big, I think. Yeah. What's up? What's <laughs> up, Trudeau? What's weird. up? <laughs> what up? What's Thanks for blasting this pad. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, 
Okay, number one spot. So we got we got a dead heat, or you can assign more points of it doesn't matter. You can decide it. Yeah, don't this is I like how you just you're buttering up your boss right now, just telling her how to give like oh you know, that was clearly like a three point number two. Yeah, okay, I get it. All right. What's your number one, Brandana? What's your number one? Oh, you gotta make me go first? I'll go first. All right. Yeah. Here's the thing. I can't I can't I can't do the block. I can't stop you because I don't know. What the no, that's fine. Of, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We know there is. Uh, if you guys don't remember, you can block and automatically win the Neapolitan Showdown if you guess the other guy's number one. This would be impossible. Impossible to prove. No right. way. I, if I you actually think did Brandana it, knows right now. He's just buying time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Just stalling. No stalling. All right. Um, the Mounties Police Force originally on foot, but due to an overhorse population, they adopted Ooh. to ride on horses. To kind of cut down on the population of that, as opposed to making it open season to like oh, I ship think, the yeah. horses. Out I think that came them. into yeah. effect in 1865. If I if yeah. if, if memory serves, <laughs> if memory serves, the yeah, infancy yeah, for sure. of yeah. Canada. I think Canada yeah. was started. So like people, not a lot of people know that. People think like they they did this for just for looks or for tradition. It was actually just due to a dense horse population. That's why they did it. I like it. I like they couldn't it. just kill the horses. Yeah, they didn't want to do that. They didn't want yeah. to shoot him. Mm-mm. Nope, they didn't want to. No, nope, no, nope, nope. yeah. and they couldn't certainly just let him run free. That would be that would be yeah, a waste of good horse. Nope. Yeah. Got to yeah. mount him. Had to Got to mount him. Yeah. Got to, and uh, were they mounties beforehand? And I'm like, what are we mounting? Yeah, were they called like on? footies beforehand? They were called footies. footies. Okay. It's they funny, you guys footies. did your homework. They were called footies. Yeah, they were called footies. Enough. And then once they mounted the horse, they were called mounties. Okay. That's I, how it happened. They're yep. called mounties. Yeah, interesting. When they, is there another evolution? They're called sleepies when they go to bed in the morning. They're called breakfasties. Yes. Yeah, eaties at lunchtime. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. This is. That's how they roll. I don't. It's a different culture. I love it. I love learning about new cultures. It's when, when you get pulled over by a mountain and they're short with you. We're like, oh, you're more like a cranky right now. <laughs> oh, oh, we're burying this bit. All right. Um, my number one this is very good and very dense fact. Um, so you know, most countries have like their national bird and their national uh, tree and, and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. Did you know that that Canada is the first country ever to have a national official company, and that is Tim Hortons, the delicious chain all over the West. Tim Hortons is their official uh, uh, franchise of Canada, and uh, they have they have wonderful Timbits, right? The little donut holes mm. that they've they've made, and. Excellent coffee, might I add. People love the coffee of Tim Hortons. We've let and we've had an exchange he's like, program. He's here. like promoting Canada right now. He's <laughs> yeah, like, a, he's like a like a commercial. Yeah, yeah know, episode two hundred nine. Yeah, exactly. Episode two hundred nine brought to you by Tim Hortons. Uh, you just picked up Hortons. four Canadian listeners, <laughs> and that's like ten percent of their population. So well done. Yeah, you know, it. you made serious inroads into Canada today. That's right. That's know. right. Yeah. Yeah. That I mean, he he hit you hard with that Tim Hortons. That I, I get the confidence in the way yeah, he said it. Yeah. I kind of knew I was yeah, fucked. Yeah, because he was just like Tim Hortons is like, like the national treasure of Canada. Like, it's, it's like Tim the Hortons Dunkin' Donuts is- to Boston. Yes. It's no Dunkin, but Dunkin' Donuts is just kind of like a like a like a shitty chain. Like Tim Hortons is like it's they take pride in their that. Tim it's, Hortons. Yeah, they like it, yeah, yeah. It's you know. Timmy's, it's called. You refer to it as Timmy's. Oh, you refer to it as Timmy's. Right? But I was yeah, right on the Timmy's. donut holes called Timbits, right? Those are called Timbits. Yeah, Timbits. Yeah, yes. yeah. However, however, I got to say on this one, I do think that actually, you know, because I chose this one because it was all about like making up shit about Canada and that was going to be hilarious. I think Brandon gets the win because that is 
a good one that he made up. Mounties, footies. I mean, you can't, footies. you know. Yes, you, exactly. No, no, no. You're right. Too good. Absolutely. It's footies just too is, good. It's just too better. good. But it was a hard call. It was a hard call because um, actually one of the most interesting fun facts, true fun facts about Canada is related to Tim Hortons. Really? True fun fact, there are actually more donuts than people in Canada. That is a, that that is is a true. fun fact. That is true. Interesting. Yeah. So there's might take this 14 donuts in the state? Yes. Yes, that's right. Yes. Okay. Fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating. I we might take this and run with it. Like this idea of making up fun facts on the spot might be our new like role play. Like there's role playing. Oh, I like this. Fun facts on the spots. Yeah. Let's not forget about this. We'll have Andrea back on. But guys, this is jam packed episode two oh nine. You know where to reach us. Shoot us an email at MAB Sports Podcast at gmail.com. Uh Andrea, thanks for hopping on. Anything plug for you? Thanks for having me. Well, you've already plugged where we are, right? We're here in France. Yeah, we're in France. Doing the gap here. Yeah, yeah gap my company, Barrage Programs. Mm -hmm. You know, find you on Insta, right? A yeah, lot of good posts yeah, going on. Gap, programs. you're happening right now. Going into our yep. last two weeks. Yeah. What What is the Insta? Barrage Programs. At Barrage Programs. At Barrage Programs. Check it out. That's where I'm at. That's where Andrea's at. Somewhere most awesome's at. I am Brandon. And once you sign yourself off, most awesome. Oh, did we do our MVPs? Oh, we're gonna do the MVP real fast. We'll do this. Sorry. MVP. Uh, doing it for Mr. Simon Purse. Uh, he's uh, the faculty member out here. Put in. Uh, this was our uh, heavy shooting week. He put in uh, a lot yeah, of time on, it, on every set for every minute of it. Really uh, couldn't have done without him. So put a lot of work. So I'd like to give him a little little acapella air horn. Who do you got, bro? Uh, I, I was going to go with Phil Martelli as uh, my Michigan uh, Wolverines beat the Ohio. You fill in the rest. Uh, but I got to go. It's my eldest daughter's birthday so commission to commission it's your birthday i almost said 2.0 that caused a rift in the house uh commission <laughs> happy eighth birthday i love you you're you're the best that is my MVP. happy birthday there i mean for clarity there's no way she listens to this pod not yet i just don't i'm just worried in like <laughs> oh that's true yeah, years yeah. like yeah gonna come and be like what's up dude <laughs> you listen to the entire you did thing. what on my birthday you recorded a podcast <laughs> asshole all right so what Tempest? How many times do we go to McDonald's? You lied. Uh, <laughs> I, I am Randana. Why don't you sign yourself off? Most awesome. Uh, audience, fun fact about this podcast, and and their hosts. One of us has uh, smooth buns. The other, sesame. Runway, style, fame, she likes fashion. Uh.